You are listening to this week's Market Commentary by Walker Cripps, bringing you insights on the world of stock markets and finance. Hello, and welcome to the Walker Cripps Market Commentary for the week ending Tuesday the 21st of June. The bad news is that stock markets slipped again last week. The good news is that things could have been much worse with a fairly modest move down, despite the US Federal Reserve raising rates by three-quarters of a percentage point, its biggest hike in 30 years. The Fed is following through on tough talk over the past few weeks, and Chairman Powell made it clear, repeatedly, that the Fed won't stop hiking until it sees a clear run of lower monthly inflation data. The 0.75% move had been widely leaked in what appeared to be a choreographed media strategy. Nevertheless, it did the job, and the US government bond market actually had a good week, hinting that perhaps the US central bank has regained some of its lost credibility. The same was not true of British government bonds, which plunged after the Bank of England's mere quarter of a percentage point rate rise implying that it won't be enough to stifle inflation. The sell-off may have been influenced by the bank's own forecast for inflation, which now shows it peaking at slightly above 11% this year, following the next increase in the energy price cap in October. The outlook for the UK economy has dimmed in recent weeks, with Brexit risks and industrial unrest adding to the pain already inflicted by rampant inflation and higher taxes. The recent decline in the pound will also be inflationary, due to the UK's propensity to import goods. This combination of extreme political and economic chaos has historically been associated with sterling crises. Indeed, one may already be playing out in slow motion. The European Central Bank tried to calm bond markets by formulating a plan to combat the recent fragmentation in bond yields issued by different countries within the EU. The move followed a rise in Italy's 10-year bond yield to above 4% for the first time since 2014. The announcement of an emergency meeting to discuss the plan, the run-up to the meeting and the plan itself were accompanied by a blow-by-blow series of press releases, suggesting that it was as much about public relations as anything else. The Swiss National Bank used shock tactics when it unexpectedly raised rates by half a percentage point. The bank had previously been regarded as somewhat dovish in the face of rising inflation, and had been notable in recent years for its desire to avoid a strong currency. But all that went out the window as the Swiss franc enjoyed its biggest rally in years, strengthening by 3% against the US dollar in a single day. The Japanese central bank simply bullied bond markets into submission, spending the equivalent of £66 billion in one week buying Japanese government bonds. With inflation at a mere 2.5%, Japan faces a very different situation to the rest of the world, and the Bank of Japan is actually still seeking to encourage more inflation. This is despite a decline in the Japanese yen to a 24-year low against the US dollar, 
is investors seek the higher yields on offering US bonds. The Japanese central bank is effectively trying to stare markets down, but given the tsunami of rate rises around the world at the moment, one can't help but think of King Canute ordering the tithe not to come in. And that's the end of the market news. Now we'll move on to the stock focus section. Halfords Group was the latest retailer to issue a profits warning, as the company highlighted a squeeze on revenues with reduced demand for more discretionary upmarket items, as well as significant inflation in its cost base. Halfords' share price fell more than 20%, its worst day since the start of the pandemic. It seems that no company is immune from adverse sentiment after shares in US supermarket chain Kroger declined, despite reporting revenues that beat expectations and raising both its revenue and profits forecasts for the current year. The fly in the ointment was a gross profit margin of 21.6%, slightly below analysts' expectations of 22%. Kroger shares had risen by 12% in the year to date prior to the announcement but fell by 7% on the news. European natural gas prices jumped by 50% when a large Texas-based production facility reported that it will be out of action four times longer than previously thought. The disruption to American production is particularly acute due to Europe's increased dependence on imports as it seeks to avoid Russian supplies. At the same time, Gazprom reduced its exports to Europe by more than half. Gazprom stated that its supply was halted due to technical issues. Financial news service Reuters reported that Teslas have been banned from the Chinese district of Baidehi ahead of a visit by President Xi in August. Teslas were recently banned from Sichuan for the same reason suggesting the Chinese authorities fear their potential for surveillance and for the transmission of data. Apple workers in a shop near Baltimore voted to become unionised by a two-to-one margin. This is likely to stimulate other Apple workers to organise into unions. A similar vote in a Starbucks coffee shop last year prompted 300 others to file for union elections. Now we'll take a look at the economic highlights from last week and what to look out for this week. The Fed raised rates by 0.75% as expected. The Fed's own expectations for future rate rises now show a further 1.75% in hikes this year, then 0.5% next year, taking base rates to 3.8%. Chairman Powell referred to the 0.3% jump in inflation expectations as a key data point which grabbed policymakers' attention in the days ahead of the meeting and made it clear that the Fed won't stop hiking until it sees a clear trend towards lower inflation data. The Bank of England raised rates by 0.25% to 1.25% as expected but managed to confuse markets with rhetoric that appeared to indicate larger hikes to come. At the same time, it dropped a line from its guidance on the need for higher interest rates. The pound initially jumped 1.5% to $1.24, before sliding back to near its pre-announcement level. 
UK inflation is expected to have accelerated slightly to 9.1% in May from 9% in the previous month, due mainly to more rapid increases in fuel and food prices, offset by slower increases in the prices of other goods and services. Inflation is likely to remain elevated at least through October, when it will peak due to another round of domestic energy price increases. Business activity surveys in the UK and Eurozone are expected to show a small decline in both services and manufacturing activity, consistent with a progressive slowdown in economic growth. Federal Reserve Chairman Powell's testimonies on monetary policy to the US Senate and Congress, plus a round of speeches by both Fed and European Central Bank officials, are expected to add some colour to expectations of future rate rises. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. This was Walker Cripps Market Commentary. If you'd like to hear more, please visit our website at www.walkercrips.co.uk. To keep up with our latest news and content, you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Walker Cripps. Until next week, thanks for listening. This podcast is intended to be Walker Cripps Investment Management's own commentary on markets. It is not investment research and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to buy, sell or trade in any of the investments, sectors or asset classes mentioned. The value of any investment and the income arising from it is not guaranteed and can fall as well as rise, so that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. Movements in exchange rates can have an adverse effect on the value price or income of any non-sterling denominated investment. Nothing in this podcast constitutes advice to undertake a transaction, and if you require professional advice, you should contact your financial advisor or your usual contact at Walker Cripps. Walker Cripps Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and is a member of the London Stock Exchange.